Hey everybody, Matt Knotts from the Anomaly Presents podcast, inviting you to join us for the Anomaly Film Festival. It's our fourth edition, November 3rd through the 6th, at the historic Little Theater in Rochester, New York. We've got so much great stuff for you. Tons of films you've never seen before. One you may have seen before, but never quite like this. That's Friday the 13th, 3 in 3D, amongst many other great surprises. It's the Anomaly Film Fest, anomalyfilmfest.com, November 3rd through 6th. We'll see you there. Hello there. I'm an important British actor. You're listening to the Beer Review Journal on the Lunchador Podcast Network. Here are your hosts, Matt Knotts and McKenneth Blue. Enjoy! Hello, everybody, and welcome to the beer-reviewed Journal of Beer podcast for the discerning and bibist. I'm your friendly neighborhood bartender, McKenneth Blue. And I'm a guy who's just happy to be here. My yeah. name's Matt Nuts. Yeah, oh. why not? I don't know. How's it's the best going? I could do on short notice. Oh, fair enough. How's it going with you, Matt? Oh, it's going It's going okay, I guess. Um, you know what's a, th- a sad thing? What's that? No that? one told me. What? Um, like, you're supposed to take care of your body. It's oh. not just a meat suit that you carry your brain around in. No. Um, and when you get on the other side of 40, everything hurts all the time. In the words of the, the great Muda. I had to care about a kayak today. Oh, God, no. So we had to load the kayak onto the car. And that's got to weigh what, like 40 pounds? <sighs> easy, easy. How easy. does your like, spine not snap in half? 25. My spine is made of graham crackers, so it was real tough. Oh, man. Well, but I'm How are sorry. you doing tonight? I don't know, man. You know, nothing means nothing. Wow. Well, this is going to be an episode, huh? Yeah, nothing Nothing means nothing, man. I, I hope. I hope our guest can cover for our... Seems like the, the melancholy and, and the infinite sadness tonight. We've got... What do you think? I, I, I'm talking about all the way to the top. Yeah. Yeah. Unjustifiably in a position that I'd rather not be in, but the cream will rise to the top. Oh, yeah. <laughs> So, so do you want to bring Brian in so he can comment? <laughs> sure enough. Um, so yes, we do. We do have a guest this evening. Uh, one of my favorite people in the known universe, um, local author, uh, Rochester Twitter superstar. Um, what else? What What else did I say about him earlier today on Twitter? Uh, Rochester Red Wings super fan. And perhaps most importantly for our uh, consideration, just the biggest fan of Genesee beers that I know. It's Brian Ferris. Uh, thank you guys for inviting me to your funeral. I mean, um, podcast. <laughs> um, this that is was- <coughs> the most enthusiastic, happy crowd I've, I've ever, I've ever been with on a, a Tuesday night. Well, arguably yeah. our grimmest intro. I don't know what <laughs> happened there. Yeah. Well, I mean, it, it's funny. I mean, you you talk about you know things falling apart when you when you hit forty. You know, I'm I'm thirty nine. I'm I'm getting right up there. And uh, I think it was a uh, was Kyle Kinane who said that you know we're all just pilots in in different suits, and sometimes you need aftermarket parts. And <laughs> you know, I think he was talking about the trans community in that bit, but it could apply to olds as well. You know. 
Yeah, I, th- I think it. I'm getting there. I, I, somebody needs to to swap out some of these, you know, vertebrae with really anything. I, I'd take you know a pile of Pringles or like a Slinky something because yeah. it's a disaster now. Uh, did somebody call for me? Oh God, it, it's me, Jim Varney again. Get her it's done. Go- oh, good. It's the ghost of Jim Varney. <laughs> Why is the ghost of Jim Varney doing Larry the Cable Guy? See, ever since uh, ever since Jim Varney shuffled off the mortal coil, he forgot what his bit was. So now he just does catchphrases from other people that were in Disney movies. You know you're a redneck when wait that, that's not how that one goes. Or, or just blue collar guys. That's that's what it is. It's just it's an evolution. So, we wait- so you said this is you said this is a beer podcast. Yeah, we should probably drink a beer, huh? I mean, obviously. Yeah. How, how can you not tell so far? <laughs> so um, I think we're going to start with, in honor of uh, in honor of Brian, the biggest Jenny fan in Rochester. Uh, we're we're doing uh, what? What are we doing again? The, it's the big green can, right? Yep. Yes, we are, are doing the cream ale, which we have done before, but I thought it was worth a revisit. We have, and I'm I pretty stoked my, uh, because. I have my cream ale tall boy and I'm putting it in a cream ale koozie. So I'm Excellent. staying very on brand. Excellent. That's what we love about you. Yeah. Here's the thing about cream ale. Wow, we didn't it's, even count that one down. That was fucking phenomenal. We've been doing this a year. We're professionals. Cheers, fellas. Cheers. Ew. Uh, usually that's about 30 minutes from now. Um, so the thing about cream ale is this is like one of, if not my favorite beer on the planet. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. It's, um, it's phenomenal. And this is why I was excited to have you on brand. Cause I usually get a rash of shit from a Kenneth about liking Jetty as much as I do. Mm. Now I, I've, I, I'm sorry, Brian, go ahead. No, no, go ahead. Go ahead. No, I was just going to say, I've, I've kind of come around on cream ale specifically. Like, but uh, Jenny Light, uh, Jenny uh, Red Eye, I'm I'm still not in that camp. I was actually uh, trying to pack for a uh, a work weekend away, and uh, realized the disproportionate amount of clothing I have that's Jenny branded that uh, I cannot wear to work things. <laughs> Um, it's uh, it's quite upsetting. Like if I just go to look for just a T-shirt, it, at least solidly half of my clothing is just from the Jenny Brew House. Yeah, when I was talking to Matt about having you on, I was like, listen, in the past couple of years, I don't think I've seen the man wear anything except Jenny gear, Red Wings gear, or like plates gear. <laughs> it's yeah. like, yeah. yeah. I mean, I, I have a, a Van Halen shirt on now, but I just you know wore that to work. Um, but yeah, no, Jenny is uh, Jenny is fantastic. Yeah. Um, I mean, obviously, everyone has their own their own tastes with beer. Um, you know, there's. I feel like the uh, explosion of craft beer recently has thrown that there's something out there for everybody. But uh, Jenny, for me specifically, is more than just the beer. I mean, it, it's kind of just symbolic of Rochester. You know, with the brew house and the brewery being right in High Falls and, and right near Frontier Field and you know, it's just, you know, it's, I just, I think of Rochester when I think of this beer and it just makes me happy. 
I would agree. I, I think that's it, it's a big part. I mean, I feel like nostalgia plays into it in a huge way. You know, growing up in the city, you saw it everywhere, especially if you went to uh, Red Wings games, you know, as a kid. It was always all over the place, especially if you ever went to Silver Stadium. Oh, man, it, that was oh, yeah. everybody was drinking Jenny. Yeah. Conehead coming around. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was just, just about to say Conehead coming around. Yeah. 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 He's, uh, every time I see him, it's like uh, Labatt and stuff. I, I don't see Jenny on him as much, but I, uh, I saw him at a uh, Sabres game like two seasons ago and uh i was i felt almost betrayed you know like (laughs) i I know i know the man has to make a living and you know it it can't be baseball season all year sadly right but i was like you know what what do you get out of there you you can't be there (laughs) no i saw him at the infamous mumford and sons concert where i couldn't get into big ditch brewing (laughs) and like it didn't click in my head like, oh, that's the same Conehead from uh, Frontier Field. Like, <laughs> like there's just a like, franchise of Coneheads. You're just I would love that. Go to stadiums <laughs> you know? and sell beer. It's like the <laughs> San Diego chicken. Not. They're a uh, they're a discriminated minority. The Coneheads. And that's the only labor <laughs> they can get is serving alcohol at stadiums or or teaching drivers ed. Yeah, right. you know, it's sad. It's it's sad. It is. I feel I like they he... they get left behind a lot. They do in the discussions of equity. Well, I'm, I'm putting forth new legislation, and, and we're calling it "No Cone Head Left Behind." I, I love it. I yeah. love it. You've got my vote. Excellent. So, yeah, that was the night of the the Mumford and Sons concert. the The second worst thing that happened that night was not being able to get into Big Ditch. Yeah, yeah, and the first was seeing fucking Mumford and Sons. Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> Man, that I was mean, not that obvious. They, did they just play that one song and then they were done? Because that would be nice four minutes in and out. Brian, who could tell? Who could tell? Yeah. They played that one song, uh, but it was like an hour. Yeah, no. they, you know, they played one song for an hour. No, no, no. They they played uh, probably 24 songs, um, but half of them were from the second two albums. So who gives a shit? Right, right. Yeah. But um, yeah, no, that was... Uh, that was a night <laughs> from the time I, from the time I didn't get to have beer at big ditch until, you know, the, the time we got home from Buffalo, it was, uh, it was a bad situation. Uh, Concert was fine because, you know, nobody had to talk to me and I, I was just sitting there fuming. It <laughs> all sounds right. Yeah. Yep. Sounds accurate. <clears throat> See, I feel like if you're going to Buffalo for a concert, if they're not having it at Riverworks, you probably shouldn't go. Maybe Town Ballroom at a push. But I feel like Riverworks is pretty much the best you can do for a show in Buffalo. I think the only shows I've been to in Buffalo have been at Key Bank. In yeah, it, me or too. in its various irate, you know, I've, oh, yeah. Marine Midland or whatever, HSBC. Um, I saw Pearl Jam there, saw Tool there. I would have um, liked to have seen Tool. I've seen Tool a couple times. Tool's pretty good. I saw yeah. Tool and Neil Diamond in the same week. I thought you were going to say at the same show, and I almost shit myself. Oh my god, no! It was like within days of each other. It was uh, outstanding. That's like that bit where we got around to <laughs> what was it like uh, Lincoln Park and Hatsune Miku or some shit. Yeah. <laughs> my my favorite one was BTS and BTO. I think yeah, that was the one that, I really wanted to. Nice. Yeah. I think the last time I was at, at KeyBank for a concert, it would have been the Bare Naked Ladies, nineteen ninety nine to two thousand, the the New Year's Eve show. 
Okay. It was long enough ago that Doug Flutie was on stage with them at that show. Wow. You know what, though? I feel like Doug Flutie could like draw a larger crowd in Buffalo than the Bare Naked Ladies at this point. Right now, yeah. Like, yeah. like Doug, if, if the Bernie Ladies are going to put on a concert and Doug Flutie was going to stand on the stage and with just his hands in his pockets. Or hand out boxes of Flutie flakes that he still has lying around. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, you don't want to saturate the market too much with those. No, right? that, that is true. Yeah. You want to keep those eBay prices high. Otherwise, it'll end up like that uh, that condo in in Florida that sold that was wallpapered in uh, Budweiser cans. Just bud cans. Yeah. <laughs> I think there was one Jenny can in there, if I remember right. There might have. I think or there was some Jenny advertising. Um, That's what it was. Yeah, because the the person was from Buffalo, so they they had like yeah. Western New York fandom stuff. Well, Jenny travels though. It, it's strange. Yeah. I was in Boston two years ago. And went to a Red Sox game and then went to like this dive bar near Fenway. And they had this, this beer, Cream Ale, as like their like craft special. Uh, Matt, like, do, you, do you want to tell the, uh, the Bissell Brothers story for the fifth time? Again? I've only told it maybe <laughs> twice. It is the Cream Ale episode, so I should probably tell it. Yeah. But yeah. Well, Bissells love them. That's why. But. So yeah, it, there was a, a beer fest and they ran out of the the fancy pilsner from one of the, the craft beer guys up in Portland and they, well, actually I take that back. Let me, I reversed the story. See, yeah. it's been so long. I she don't even remember the details. Wow. So yeah, it was after a beer festival. It was all these like hoity-toity fancy craft beer dudes. And on tap at the one bar in Buffalo, it was cream ale. And that was the first keg to get kicked at this after party with all these fancy beer dudes. They're like. Well, we have this fancy pilsner from this other brewery. Do you want that? Because because we don't have any cream ale anymore. So that was the first one to go. Maybe. There you go. It's a good beer. It is. It's a good beer, McKenneth. I like cream ale. It is. I don't. Bissell, I, I, I don't like, like Jenny Light. Like it more. Yeah. <laughs> Do you have a T-shirt? <laughs> no, I don't. Get, get yourself get a fucking T-shirt. <laughs> I say Support that shaming you. Local small business. Yeah. Yes, I, I understand. I say that um, to shame you, but I only have one Jenny shirt myself. But it's a rad one. Yeah. Uh, what is that? The uh, That's the, uh, don't tell me, that is the Blackberry Raspberry Cream Ale. Yeah, with uh, the dinosaur. One. Yeah. Yeah. I just got, they have uh, some new merch out with like the, the new Ur Jenny logo, like on the front where like the, the pocket would be. Yeah. And the different designs on the back. So I got a, a Jenny light one and the back is like a, I wish it was more overtly Red Wings like collaboration. Like it's a silhouette of baseball players and there's a silhouette of like Kodak tower, but I wish they would just straight up do like a collaboration. I'm always like surprised they, that they haven't. Well, they're, yeah. I have a can it's on my it's on a shelf downstairs but it's uh like a a can of the red eye that's got like the red wings logo on it and like frontier field and all that like i kept the can well Um, yeah and the red wings have that one t-shirt that that's like it's the red eye but it says red wings in it or whatever it's flower city i think yeah Yeah. that's yeah flower city and it's got like the the wheat stock somewhere on it yeah i just i i like it when when things are together like i like you know, speaking of beer, I like the Robach Red Wing Ale. I like the Amrick Ale that Jenny does. You know, I like I like cross. I like synergy. Yeah, I watched too much Thirty Rock. I related too much with Alec Baldwin's <laughs> character, and now I want I want corporate synergy. I'm just waiting for the day when like we all work for a company, like 
like this would be part of the podcast division of company. And we, would, you know, I want that. You know, people talk about how you know, Amazon and Disney and all these places are just buying up everything. Yes, let them do it. Yeah, no, and we all work for OCP, and uh, right. you know, then we're all RoboCops. Exactly. Yeah, I look forward to being beer RoboCop. Yeah, I can't wait Thank to shoot you. a guy's dick off. Yeah, and like stop a rape. That's awesome. Yeah. yeah. No, yeah. I agree. Just Why would you not be, want to do that? Just be careful about stairs. Appears to be the that's, weakness. That's the hard thing. Robocop and Daleks just cannot cannot handle it, at least yeah. until recent years. I did yeah. did they update it so Joel Kinnaman could make it up the stairs in the sequel? I didn't watch it. Joel Kinnaman was doing like flips and shit. Yeah. Uh, and also Daleks can uh, levitate now, so they can fly now. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Meh. You know, we I watched Hard Target over the weekend. Ooh. You guys remember that movie, Hard Target, the the I Van Dam? I don't. I don't know that I've ever seen it. Like, I think I'm aware of it as like a concept. Is that the one where he punches the snake? Yes, that's the one where he punches the snake. Okay. Absolutely. Yeah, so yeah. I'm, I'm aware yeah. of of gifts yeah. of Hard Target as opposed to the film Hard Target. <laughs> yeah. So that's how I consume most of my Van Dam movies. <laughs> it's in gift form. Except for Street Fighter, which I will watch obsessively. But I'm sorry, your Street track. Fighter is great. Um, yeah, what we found is that a lot of the gunplay is crotch based. Like when he has a prehensile penis that pulls the trigger, that would make yeah. it a better movie. But no, yeah. it, it's actually every time somebody gets shot, any one of the bad guys in like the final forty minutes of the movie, when they get shot, it's usually a tight cluster and it's right around the uh, the dickel region. It's all groin focused. Uh, you know what else is like that? Hmm. Uh, John Wick three Parabellum. Really? Yes. Really? So like Parabellum. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Para your ballsum. Uh, anyway, mine was better. No, uh, yeah, was- yeah uh, I don't know Latin, so I mean, I know that Parabellum means prepare for war, but I don't know how to make prepare your balls to be shot into Latin. I think it's Parabellum. Any hoozles. Um. So like the first <laughs> one, he just basically shoots him wherever. Right. The second well, he one, he does the the double taps. Yeah. Yeah. Just like head. like mm-hmm. in the second one, I don't think he shoots anyone anywhere other than the head. And the third one, it's just dick shots, constant dick shots. Like if you go back and watch that movie and count the number of times somebody gets shot in the cock and balls, like don't make that a drinking game. You'll die. Oh, I think by the third one, he's probably just frustrated and looking for new ways to challenge himself. Right. I mean, it does seem like a very long time to be upset about a dog. I mean, I kind of see the bad guy's point. But that was a cute dog. It was a pretty great dog. Yeah, but now he's got the new dog. Yeah, but, you you know, you always miss the dog. Right. I never had a dog, so I don't know. I got a cat. I probably wouldn't kill for my cat. (laughs) Yeah. No, not for Frank. I mean, I love Frank. I'm just, I'm not, I'm not like a badass, uh, you know, Ice water running through my veins, Hitman, that like the underworld is afraid of. I feel like if someone broke into my house and beat me up and then killed my cat, I would just call the police. <laughs> yeah. And just just let them take care of it. <laughs> I mean, I'm definitely like pressing charges. I'm testifying, you know, if it goes right. to trial. Um, but you know, I'm not really the take the law in my own hands type. I can't see going on any kind of a rampage for a cat. I like cats too. I'm wearing a cat on my shirt right now, but like, yeah, cats are free. Like even if, you know, the, the Russian mafia comes in the house and and shoots my cat a hundred times, like about 18 hours, I have a new cat. Why are they in such a hurry? Why are they using so much ammunition on your cat? 
Yeah, uh, he's wily. He's a cat. You know what? At that point, I might go after them because I know they've already used 100 bullets on the cat. They <laughs> have to be running low. <laughs> you just you just have to ask the question. Why is there just a pile of meat on the floor? What did you do? <laughs> with, with just shell casings around it. Yeah, I think that was my cat. I just have to confirm with you guys. Was that my cat? I, I feel like if this rushing mafia uh, just slowed down a little bit. Yeah. You know, they might, you know, spend fewer bullets. That's true. Yeah. Meanwhile, you've just got shell casings and what looks like somebody emptied a box of Domino's pizza upside down on your floor. It's terrible. And that's just, no one's having a good time at this point. No, no. Nobody's playing with me in my, in my mishearing Russian for rushing space. That's bumming me out. Oh, oh is that what you were doing? <laughs> Clever. It oh, was. I'm sorry, man. I feel bad now. That is clever. Yeah. Gold, gold star for you. Wordplay. Yeah. I've got it. You know what? I feel like, because um, you and I have known each other since college. You know, we go this back. Is true. Yes. Um, but I feel like, you know, as we've gotten older, you know, you're transitioning now into into fatherhood, you know, and uh, I mean, not transitioning, you actively have children. This know? is true. Yes. Um, but, uh, but I feel like um, I have not attuned my ear to the dad jokes yet no yeah yeah um so i'm gonna i'm gonna blame that on uh i'm missing your your bit there i feel bad that that, that that's it's okay you know you you have an excuse yeah um, hit me and, up in a in a year or two and i'll be all over that you know no for sure looking forward to it now um i'm gonna assume matt didn't hear it because he's only got one kid so he's not a real dad that's fair fair yeah. and accurate yeah yeah, it's just, it's also yeah. No, I didn't catch it. I was going to say it's also just no, more fun to no sell your jokes, but it, it, that, in that case, it wasn't. I just didn't catch it. <laughs> See, normally that would have been the sort of thing that that you might have like busted up over. So when you didn't, <laughs> <laughs> it was like, yeah, I no, just I didn't was, catch it. I, I literally like the only thing I kept thinking of was like they use so many bullets because like they just want to make sure the cat's dead and then they can get out yeah. of here. Yeah, and then you know I followed Brian down that that logic train that yeah. that path. No, we, we didn't realize that it was just banter. And then yeah, then you just had this, and then you just kept saying Russian to the point where it didn't sound like a word anymore. So we were trying to just find a way out of the bit. I think. Yeah, I, I got you. And, and now we've just been talking about it for like now seven minutes. Well, now this it's has like, been a great uh, yeah. a, a great session of our our groundlings uh, <laughs> class. Yeah. So. Yeah. It was it was a bit that turned into alien autopsy. That was awesome. <laughs> We're gonna send this, this second city SNL. Just anyone who's hiring, this is the audition tape right here. I mean, Hopefully. they need to make Lonely Island. Why, why not us, fellas? This is what I'm saying. Hi, hi we're the depressed Isthmus. Um, <laughs> That was good. That was, see, that was good. <laughs> that that was good. Yeah, I enjoyed that one. So, um, it, it it's been a few years. Um, oh, you avoided it. What I thought you were gonna do? It's been a while. It, yeah. It, um. Okay. Sorry. Yes. It it has been a while. Been a while. Uh. But but Brian was uh one of the first people that was in a D and D game that I ran. 
Is that right? It's true. It's true. I mean, I mean, you and I, the, the first time I ever played D&D in my life was with you and uh, the uh, Oswego English Department. Is that true? That's true. I didn't know that was your first time. That was my first time ever ever playing D&D was uh, back at Oswego with uh, a few <laughs> professors. You yeah. and me and, and awkward adults. <laughs> right. Uh, so, wait, you mean to tell me that when you approached me, and we're like, do you want to play D&D with me and Philip and Ira and Katie? That's going to be fun. Like, yeah. D&D is so much fun. Like, yeah. that, no, was, I, that was I, bullshit I, that you had I no fucking idea. You without ever <laughs> having, like, I went out and bought, like, a third edition player's handbook that <laughs> afternoon. Jesus Christ, man. Do you have any idea how much money I've spent on those books? Oh, my God. I'm looking. <laughs> one, two, three, four. I'm looking at 13 books, the starter set, the essentials kit. I I have two 5e players handbooks. <laughs> like I, yo, I have one here and I have one at school. Fair enough. Yeah, no, I I, I see on your Twitter that uh, yeah. that you run that uh, at work. I do. Uh, with I, some folks. I run a Dungeons and Dragons club with the kids at school. Um, because of the crazy crazy COVID year, um, the hybrid schedules, we have different kids in on Mondays and Tuesdays, so I run two groups. And uh, yeah, today, I mean, with the school year wrapping up, today was the last, well, yesterday was the last Monday session, today was the last Tuesday session. Um, I made sure that they all ended on cliffhangers, so they have to hang out with me next year. That was kind of <laughs> my plan. Um, I mean, I, I started the club because, so, um, you know, McKenna, if I was a player in your group, and then um, I, we had a, a player who I believe had a kid, and then you had a kid, and, you know, we obviously stopped playing. Yeah. Um, and then I started, I was like, all right, well, I have all these materials now. So I'll start running a group with my wife and her friends. And then the people whose house we played at had a kid. So we stopped playing. And I was like, who could I play in D&D with that probably won't have kids? A bunch of kids. High school nerds. Yeah. They, <laughs> That's a fair they won't bet. have kids until they're at least like no. 30. No, I, have, I have all freshmen and sophomores. They are not having kids. They won't even have a girlfriend until they're 26. Right. Exactly. Let's just, let's hit it all right now. Let's hit every high school D&D loser cliche right out of the, the bat. <laughs> let's just get I them mean, all out. It's one of those things you can't dunk on them too hard because I feel like, I'll speak for myself, I was one, so it's well, cool. And that's like, I can't, like, I'm their leader. Like, I cannot, yeah. you know, this is this is my army I'm raising. Yes, you are king of the nerds. Yes, exactly. Yeah. So. Uh, yeah. <laughs> That you just blew my mind open, though, man. Because like, I had no idea that you'd never played before. Never. I I played. Uh, my dad uh, was, and I mean, still is way into like Warhammer, and I mean, he's gotten more into like historical gaming lately. Um, but anything like miniatures based, like he likes getting you know tanks and ships and stuff and painting them and setting them up and. You know, so he got me way into Warhammer uh, 40k when I was in like fifth grade, and then I introduced my friends to that. And honestly, like when people talk about like doing drugs and stuff in in school, like I think I did Warhammer instead because it was so expensive. There's no way I could have afforded both. <coughs> right. Um, like I don't know if you guys have ever looked at like the price of of like Warhammer yeah. stuff. But good lord, yeah, it's not cheap. Um, no, I, I, I'm so I had done all that like in, in middle school and high school and everything, but D and D I never touched 
D&D until uh, we played for the first time in, in college. Yeah, I'd never touched any of them until then. And it was only like, you know, you and I'd been hanging out for, I don't know, a year or so. Or no, no, that was like right after we started hanging out. Yeah, that was like right after we started hanging out. Yeah, it was like a couple classes uh, of, you know, fiction workshops where it was like, hey, that guy's a really good writer. I And he seems nice. Uh, Maybe I should talk to him at some point. It was almost like uh, working up the courage to like ask a girl out. Yeah, Dude, making friends is a hard, like, especially like, like in college where like high school, like a lot of the kids in high school, you were with like from elementary, like right. you come up, if you don't move, change towns, like you come up with that group of kids. Um, even if you don't like each other, at least you know each other. Right. Uh, it's but, a familiarity but, thing. But college, you want, and especially because I was a transfer student to Oswego. So I never lived in the dorms. Like I had an apartment outside of town. Um, I never lived on campus. I never did anything like that. So like I, it was just literally like who is in my class that I can tolerate for three hours a week. And, and I couldn't find that person. So. <laughs> yeah. How, how are you working out on that cream ale there, bud? Did you finish it already? Oh, I, I done been done with that. Oh. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm clean. So we should probably uh, hit pause here and, and hit the bar, rinse our glasses. Um, and yeah. uh, glasses. Oh, you guys are just raw dogging it. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I'm the only sophisticated one in the room. I don't have time to be pouring and sipping and washing and putting away in a cabinet. <laughs> Here's Listen, the thing. I, 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 I got to yeah. run the socials on this bitch. So, you know. Yeah. Look at Rockefeller over here using a glass for his right. beer. Yeah. Rockefeller in his old Navy t shirt. <laughs> That's cute. It's like it's just a bill from Capitol Hill, but a beer can. Is that what the gimmick is? Yeah. It says beer run and he's uh, running in like a, a road race. Oh, yeah. I like that. It's fun. It's yeah. adorable. Yeah. So, so well, part of the fun of, of Cream Ale. Is that you don't need a glass for it. I feel like you're kind of gilding the lily if you do that. I just enjoy things more out of a glass. Out of my beer-reviewed journal branded sipping glass. Fair enough. Yeah. No, it's, yeah. I mean, if you want to polish your monocle while you're at it. Mm-hmm. ABB boys, always be branding. Yeah. Yep. On sale nowhere. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> I suppose if you really wanted to, you could go on Etsy and upload the image and they'll etch it yes. for you. Yes. Thank you very much, Mrs. Blue, for, for the gift of the glasses. We have them and you don't. Ha 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 ha. <laughs> uh-huh. All right. Well, we should still pause uh, yeah. and 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 get the, our, our refill going. And we'll be right back after these words from... <laughs>
And we're back from the bar, and we have a new beer. We do. Yes, it is a, uh, a, a twist on a, a, a Rochester-favored classic. It's the it Lemon Strawberry Cream Ale from Genesee Brewing. This is my hot take on the, the Lemon Strawberry Cream Ale. Yeah. I think it's better than the Kolsch. I agree let, wholeheartedly. Let, let's crack it and find out. I said as though I didn't chug one of these right before we uh, we started <laughs> recording. Case in point of why they're so good. They just go down so damn smooth. They, they go down so smooth. The Kolsch, I, I'm good for one. The thing with the Kolsch, I'm good for one. Mm-hmm. It's flavorful. It's refreshing. It's a great like yard work beer. But I don't know if it's the the acidity of the grapefruit or what it is. But I'm it's I have one and I gotta switch switch off to something else. Yep, I'm right which means you. it takes me forever to get through a twelve pack. It just sits in my fridge long past like the season. Mm-hmm. But the the lemon strawberry, it's fruity, it's delightful, it's crisp, it's it's everything the Kolsch is. Just add like more drinkability. Yeah, because it's it's not acidic at all. I think that's the thing I really like right. about it. It's- well, and also if you happen to be a person who takes a statin every day, uh, the lemon strawberry will not destroy your body, uh, which is right. a plus over the Kolsch. Exactly. I mean, it will, but in a less specific way. <laughs> right. It will not eat your muscle tissue. <laughs> right. I feel like the Kolsch gets all the, the press. The Kolsch gets all the hype. You know, every summer it's, you know, the Kolsch is coming back. You know. Yeah. I was not surprisingly at the brew house this weekend and you know, the Kolsch merch is out in full and, you know, yeah. love the Kolsch. Just, I wish that the lemon strawberry would get a little bit of the love, you know? Yeah, no, I, I'm here and to it's... tell you, uh, I like it. I like it a lot. Yeah. <laughs> um, it, you know, it hits you with a little bit of strawberry on the, on the front, um, that lemon lingers, uh, you know, towards the back end. Uh, it's not right. super overpowering. You know, you're still drinking a beer, um, but it's it's nice and light and, and refreshing, like you said. Yeah. So have you guys had Natter Days? Nope. No. No. So I'm the only degenerate that has had that then, I guess. Um, so Natter Days is kind of the, I guess we'll call it the children's version of this. Um, if you were to, to kind of take one of those flavor ice pops. If you had a strawberry one and a lemon one of those and dumped it into a, a natty light, that's basically what that tastes like. Um, I feel like this is a, a much more refined version of that. Um, you know, it's the lemon strawberry for for the refined palate. Um, you know, and, I mean, and if we're going to to get into the the, the can, the the raw dog at can versus the the glass debate. I mean, this can is just classy. Yeah, you know the it's a good looking can. Yeah. This you is know. the thing. You're standing outside of the barbecue. Well, and it inverses the colors of the traditional cream milk can. You know, it's got the green yeah. lettering with the white base. You know, it's they did a real nice job with this beer. They really did. They did. Yeah. Um, the only thing that <laughs> I don't like about it is that it's a 12 ounce can instead of a pint. Like, give me four more ounces of this, please. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Please, Genesee, I want some more. <laughs> I want one third but more. It is it is weird, like what they'll put in like the tall boys. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like if you go to the gas station, you know, you get the red eye, the light. Sometimes you'll see the cream ale, but then like the ice is in there. 
ice and black is always in there, and yeah. I don't understand yeah. it. Yeah. Oh, maybe that's what we should have done. It's the black because we haven't the done black, black yet. Oh, Oof, a doof. Hard no. Ugh. <laughs> uh, I, I I picked up a black one day. Um, I for, it might have been the day we were recording. I don't remember. Yeah. But God, that was a mis- a fucking huge mistake. Yeah. No, I mean, I I love you, Jenny, but. Oof. The only part yeah. of it that I really enjoyed is I think that beer's like eight percent. Yeah, right. no, that's, that's, a that's yeah. The uh, the part that I my favorite part about drinking the Jenny Black was uh, recording it on Untapped and then never having it again. Right. Yeah, <laughs> I, I'm actually in the same boat. I've only had the one. It was the like 24 ounce can. Yep. I, I yep. got trashed. Yep. Uh-huh. Ugh, and I've never gone back. Well, that's what it is. It's I have two dollars. I'd like to drink a Jenny, but I'd also like to get completely shit housed. Right. Mm-hmm. I think it goes back to, um, you know, going to, to parties in college and wanting something that you could drink for a while and just carry around and not have to worry about leaving it in the fridge and it disappearing on you. Mm-hmm. Right. So you just get a tall, you just get a tall boy of something cheap and strong and just, you know, it doesn't matter if it's room temperature by the end. Right. You know. You're, you're not going to be able to tell the difference, right? Yeah, yeah. It's for the same reason my friends used to buy the the suitcase of Beast Ice every weekend because nobody's right. drinking that, right? You know, but no, this is this is lemon and strawberry. This is a, yeah. a classy beer for adults who have things to do and stress to forget. Yeah, I could. This is the kind of beer that you discuss a mortgage over a barbecue. That, that's right. the kind of beer, yes. right? No. Like, no, this is this is what people drink. You know, this is not the the guy standing around the grill saying, "Oh, you should flip that one. It, it looks good." Yeah, these are the people in polo shirts twenty feet away talking about um, registering their kids for a kindergarten in the fall, and, right. and all the GameStop GameStop merch. Or uh, fuck, mm. you want to try that one again from the top? Yeah, or or talking about all the GameStop stock that they uh, they just bought. You want to do it one AMC. more time? No, yeah. no, I'm good. Yeah, <laughs> it, was, it wasn't that good. <laughs> that, that joke is like four months old at this point. No, I'll bet you if you do it again, it'll be better. No, ahead, no, this, this, th- that, that joke's uh, almost out of diapers. Um, We're leaving all this in, right? Yeah, no, like, none absolutely. Of this, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, I'm, me goading him to do it three times is definitely going to end up in the final. It's like, it's like uh, they're standing around and they're, they're talking about the, all the GameStop stock that they bought. Yeah, that's yeah, the one. That yeah, one that's the one. Game. There it is. There you yeah. go. I it. Oof. Wah, 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 wah. I really got to put that back on the soundboard. Yeah, you do. <laughs> that and the four kilobits of uh, crickets chirping. Yeah, I used to have that too. I wish I had that still. Um, yeah, no, I, I think this is. Um, I'm going to go further out on a limb and say this is my favorite Jenny beer. Really? Wow. Okay. Overall, huh? Okay. Yeah, I I love the cream ale because I can get it anytime, and it's it's a standby. Mm-hmm. This one I get kind of excited when it comes out for the summertime, and and usually, this will be the one I drink from the time it's released until the time I can't find it anymore, huh. and then I'll go back to the, the old faithful once I uh, once I've expound, expended everything I can possibly get of this one. I actually find that so very surprising because we both really loved yeah. that black raspberry uh, cream ale or whatever yeah. the fuck it was. It was great, but the yeah. problem is it was once okay, you know. Same same with the dream mail. Love dream mail. Yeah. Only got my hands on it once. Yeah. Right. All right. Fair enough. I mean, that, 
that's basically how I am with the the twelve horse. Mm-hmm. You know, I know you can get twelve horse at the at the brew house, but whenever they do the releases of it, like I'm stockpiling cases of it. Yeah, you know, I I I've for a long time I've said that twelve horse is my favorite beer. It it might be cream ale, if I'm being honest with myself. You know, that's my Sunday fun day beer. That's that's my staying by. That's my staple. Yeah, you know, it's. Yeah, I mean, I because you know that dive bar in Boston. I did pay seven, eight dollars for a cream ale just because I wanted to have one. Right. Um, <laughs> my brother had a friend who was out in Washington and said the same thing that you yeah. could get like a hams for two dollars or a cream ale for seven because that was the the interesting craft option. I was like, hell yeah! Yep. But all you have my- to do is go back home. Why would you do that? Just <laughs> you can get good shit out there. Like, please. So, so McKenneth, you'll you'll appreciate this story. My brother-in-law is a, a truck driver, and uh, he had a route that went from from here down to uh, Georgia yeah. and back. And he and his partner were uh, they were in a bar in Georgia. This is a few years ago, and uh, he was the bar t- bartender asked what he wanted, and he was like, "Just give me something different. Just give me something I, I've never had before." And the bartender goes into this whole like advertisement, like, oh, this is, you know, it's a local craft beer from upstate New York and, you know, just does the whole thing and then puts a a cream ale on the bar. (laughs) And my brother-in-law is like, get that river swill out of my face. I did not drive across the country to have that put in front of me at a bar in Georgia. (laughs) And I mean, honestly, just, to even label it as like a craft selection to me is uh, how, but that's because it's, that's because it's ours. Yeah. That's the thing, but it's mass I mean, it's, it's not, it's, it's, not, it's craft. not craft. Well, it's, it's not special to us. Right. I'm, I'm here to tell you, even going down the, the through to Buffalo where, where the default beer is blue light. Yeah. You're going to get real stoked at a Jenny when, they're handing you blue lights all night. I understand. Oh. Like it, it's a good beer. Don't get me wrong. I'm just saying that. Like that would be like saying that that Sam Adams is craft. For a while, it was. In fact, I think it's the biggest independent brewing, uh, well, independent brewer in the the independent brewing federation or whatever that yeah, is. So suck on that. Yeah, but yeah, man. <laughs> I'm sorry. At a certain point, when you're a billion dollar company like Sam Adams is, you stop being craft. And you're just a mass like producer of beer. Well, I, mean, I suppose it, so. But it, it's like, um, I mean, get you. However, you define what a, a craft or independent brewery is. I mean, getting back to like the regional thing, like you know, going you know an hour of the throughway in either direction and try to get a Zweigel's hot dog. Well, right. Yeah. You know, like like the the borders are smaller than you think on what you know this regional stuff is. You know. The stuff that we just accept, you know, is always going to be around. You know, you don't have to drive that far away for it to be unique and different. I, I guess that's true. Right. And if you look at what the brew house does kind of on its own, because let's be honest, there's there's Jenny that does the, the kind of flagship beers. And then there's the stuff that, that Dean does for the, the brew house. He's making some interesting shit back there. Oh yeah, you know, yeah. just just as interesting as anything else you see from a lot of local breweries. The the, uh, mm-hmm. the guys I was with, I don't, I'm not a, an IPA fan, but the guys I was with this weekend were having like a pineapple IPA that yeah, I mean, they said was really good. <laughs> you know, they're they're doing, but they are they're doing crazy stuff over there. 
There you Mad go. Mad science. Yeah. It's a, it's a pineapple puree and citra and calypso hops. That's up your alley there, big man. Nope, it isn't. Because <clears throat> I pineapple? fucking hate pineapple. <laughs> Try again. He did a falconer's, <laughs> falconer's Flight Smash. I might go down and get some of that. Falconer's Flight's awesome. The uh, the, the citra and, and what were the other hops? Calypso? Uh, Calypso. Citron. Yeah, that sounds good. Get that pineapple out of there. And let me drink the, mm. the base. I'm, the base I'm told it's a subtle flavor. Uh, see? see? But that's the thing. They're, see, this they're th- always doing stuff that's a little off the off the beaten path. Right. Yeah. No, like some of that uh, pilot batch stuff that they put out was was okay. Um, yeah. Like the, uh, what was it? Like chocolate porter? Or something, the chocolate stout, chocolate, salted chocolate porter, or something like that. Yeah, they did the the salted caramel with hedonist. Yeah. Um, See, that's what I'm talking about. That's that's that Rochester synergy. Yeah. Right. Go to hedonist, get some of their stuff, bring it back to the brewery, make something out of it. Yeah. <laughs> Slap that Flower City logo on there, and I will buy the shit out of it. Exactly. Blend some Zweigels up, dump them in a in a Kolsch, call it a day. <laughs> That's summer in a can, my friend. Oh, yeah. Hell yeah. Hot dog water ale? Who wouldn't that, want that? That's the t-shirt. Yeah. Yeah, just, just the captain eating a hot dog? Sure, why not? My God. Buy that in a second. We're just printing money. <laughs> but that's it. Not only are they they a craft brewery, you know, they're the oldest brewery in New York State. Throw that out there. Um, And they support all the other craft brewers in Rochester, like... Another story I've gone to the well on a thousand times when when Dan Western kind of taught me how to brew, he was talking about when they were dialing in everything at at Lost Borough, um, and they were taking water over to the brew house to have Dean help them test their water and get their their water right for their beer. Like not not only do they do their own stuff, yeah, they're a tremendous resource for everybody else in town. Well, you know, a rising tide lifts all ships. Yeah, you know? exactly. If if craft beer explodes in Rochester, then it, it you know everyone benefits. Yeah, yeah. Every you know, I, I'm sure nobody has benefited more from the craft boom in Rochester than Jenny, because you've got to have like some plain old shit in your fridge to come down. Like, <laughs> <laughs> and like. Okay, yeah, I, I'm the guy that shits on Jenny in, in, on the show, but like, no, the, we just had two very fucking delightful beers from them. They mm-hmm. make really good stuff. I just yeah. take exception to the idea that they're a craft brewery. I, I can see your argument at a certain point, but I'm not going to fully accept it. <laughs> okay, I appreciate. Um, I appreciate you meeting me twenty five percent of the way. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. No, because you're right. They're they're owned by a conglomerate, you know, and they they and, produce mass appeal products. Right. Right now, I think the biggest thing they're brewing is the Seagram's Escapes, those like candy colored whatever bottles. I think that's their biggest thing at this point. They they don't have a smoothie sour, so I can't accept the <laughs> uh, the craft title because that's what everybody's fucking doing at this point. They don't. They don't have a peppered beer. They don't have a, a pickle beer. Like, Ugh. God. That's and, the you thing, know though. what? As, 
as someone who doesn't like a lot of like the IPAs and the sours and stuff, like when I go to like the craft pack section at Wegmans, it's hard to find six beers that I can fill that thing with. Yeah. No, so you, know. you, you just gotta, we'll, we'll, we'll show you the good stuff. <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm sticking straight to like the stouts and the porters and you know, it, it's hard. I, I don't know if so, I have to expand my palate or if people need to make more shit I like. How much how much bitterness do you like in a beer? Um, I can tolerate some bitterness. Okay, it's um, it's, it's mostly the hops that I object to the, yeah. the overly hoppy. Yeah, you know. So when when you say hoppy, like what what is that flavor profile that that you're bouncing off of? Is it like, like piney wanna, or yeah? Like I I don't want to feel like I'm drinking a salad. <coughs> okay, I feel that because yeah. there there's a whole like cornucopia of of hops out there my man like all my favorite ipas are like super citrusy with like a bitter back end um like you would think that it's you know got apricot juice in it or something but it's just the hop um and then like there's ones that taste (laughs) taste like you're eating a nickel bag of wheat (laughs) (laughs) Uh, that is 100% accurate. Yeah, that, that strata hops. Um, yeah. But yeah, oh, like... Anything it, by Sweetwater. Yeah. If, if Oh, God. That thing was fucking... Like, I got a contact buzz just smelling that thing. Um, the... Uh, like, if, if we're talking about, like, the kind uh, from Three Heads, I, I can see where you're coming yeah. from. Because that's a very West Coast style IPA with, yeah. with a dank hop in it. Yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah. And, and piney and, and sort of, yeah. And, and that's like a, that's a, a real popular beer among like my friends. And, you know, so I'll go over to a buddy's house and open up his fridge and it's like, all right, well, you know, like, what can I drink? Yeah. Try, try the surge by resurgence. If, if you can find it somewhere, um, okay. that that's all citrus all the time. If you don't like I it, mean, I'm, I'm, I'll buy this is the why beer I come on the you. beer. This yeah. is why I come out of the beer review journal. I'm here to learn. This is the most beer content we've had in a show in about eight weeks. So thank you. <laughs> Are you kidding me? This is um, the most beer content we've ever had. <laughs> it's fair, but yeah, no, I think I think you're right. There there are a lot of IPAs that you can get that taste a lot like an Orange Julius. If you like an Orange Julius, that there's sure. that flavor profile. Um, uh, anything like the any of the It Was Written's by Rising Storm. Holy fuck, man! Okay, those taste like straight up Jamba Juice. Yeah. Like they're just smoothies. Delightful. Um, all, right, all right, you're giving me some some stuff to check out. And then, you know what? This is just coming from me, and, and McKenna's probably won't agree. I would say find yourself a good pilsner. I like a good pilsner. Yeah, you get a nice like it's it's hoppy, but it's more herbal and mineral than it is bitter. I think you'd have a good time with that, especially this time of year. Yeah. Oh man, like a Three's Fleet that we've done on the show. That was very nice. Yeah. Okay. Three's okay. Fleet. Um, other halves putting out a bunch right now, like Bissell. Oh, what was it? Um, it's Bloomfield Valley Club. It looks like a Utica Club can. So um, my my question for you guys is: uh, Any of these beers that you're listing right now mm-hmm. are they available at Shamrock Jacks on a Sunday for two dollars and fifty cents each? Probably, Probably not, not. But if you go to Romix, you have okay. a good shot. All right, so then I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> No, just take a run over like to I AJ's said, and, and walk walk through the cooler. All right. So 
No, I've, I've got to get um, I got to get my Sunday Funday plugs in though. Everyone should go to Shamrock Jacks and Seabreeze. It rules. Yeah. Now, now, do they play the Red Sox games on those TVs? So, um, if I'm there, <laughs> um, I just help myself to the remotes, and I know how to get messing on the the one TV. So, yes, that it's it's unofficially a Red Sox bar if I'm there. I, I mean, nice. I feel like an Irish bar should be a Red Sox bar, regardless um, of the location. I, I don't think that they have. I mean, they they've definitely. Um, They've definitely thrown Red Sox on there. I don't feel like they have a strong baseball affiliation. Mm. It's definitely a soccer bar. If you're a, a soccer or or football uh, fan, that's the place for you to go in the Rochester area. And there might be more. I don't like soccer. I don't research what, it. What, um, what team do they support? This is very important. Uh, something with Lions, I want to say. Does that sound right? There's Lions. signs in the bathroom. All right. Um. But yeah, no, they're uh, they're a big soccer bar. But if I'm there on a Sunday, um, you will find baseball. You know that's that's the Sunday fun day spot. I'm signing autographs. You can find me. <laughs> yes, uh, yes, you can find uh, Brian's novel eighty sixth on uh, on Amazon. Oh, is this the the plug portion of the the show? Um, I yeah, just noticed we're at about an hour, so yeah, let let's let you plug right. some shit. Let, let's start plugging some shit. Um, yeah, find me on uh, on Twitter. I'm uh, at Brian underscore Ferris. My last name is P-H-A-R-E-S. If you search that name on Amazon, you will find my novel 86th. Uh, please buy it so that I can fund a lifestyle that allows me to write a second novel. Um, yeah, that's, uh, that's pretty much that's what I got. Those are my plugs. Uh, don't come visit me at work. It's a school. That's weird. Yeah. <laughs> Um, good tip good tip yep. but uh but other than that i pretty much tweet everything i do so if i'm out at a red wings game if i'm out at a bar you will know about it and i've got a sharpie on me at all times i'll sign anything yeah no like legitimately brian has one of if not the best uh twitter follows uh in the city of rochester um you make my life delightful on a daily basis multiple times a day. I, I really appreciate that. Um, I know that there's there's a lot of good. I mean, Rochester Trigger is good. There's a lot of great accounts out there. You know, um, Medley Center kind of disappeared for a while, but Medley Center's back. Yeah. Um, there's a you know if you want to follow like local art, like oh my god, like uh, Will Cleveland. I know he's a big beer guy. He's also doing all the graffiti walks and everything like that. Yeah. Yep. Uh, Quaje um, and uh, yeah Sean Dunwoody. And Sean. Uh, Sean Doody. I'm yeah. going to butcher these names because I've only ever seen them written. I've never heard them pronounced. Richard Cologne's awesome. He's an amazing Yo, yeah, I've met him at a couple of Red Wings games this year. He's awesome. He's a good dude. We, he did yeah. the Scott Pilgrim uh, episode of the other podcast I do. He's great. Yeah. Um, Super good so, dude. Yeah. Rochester Twitter, like for you to say that I'm I'm a huge, I'm a, a, one of the top Rochester Twitters, like that's a, a yeah, that's a high praise. Yeah, for me, it, it's it's like all the people we just mentioned, but like my two favorites yeah. are are you and Chelsea, um, at AKA Chella. Um, I, and she went private, so oh, that's right, she did go private, yeah. so she'd have to yeah, accept you. Yeah. Private, so you're you're plugging someone who they can't find. <laughs> no, that's yeah, true. They're out of luck. My bad. Um, it's a shame because she's a joy. Yeah. No, she in, is delightful. In real life and Twitter, she's awesome. Yeah. yeah. Um, my, my favorite story is uh, I was actually um, interviewing for a job at one of her old jobs. 
And uh, so I I went in, I, I sat in to the whole interview and uh, walked out and she was at like a coffee machine across from the office I just came out of. And it was the first time we had ever met in person. So we just kind of locked eyes for a second and did that like, I think I know you kind of stare. And then uh, once we realized who each other were, um, like we said, hi and introduce ourselves. And then she asked for my autograph and the guy who had just spent 40 minutes interviewing me for a job was like standing right there, like watching one of his employees, like ask this potential new hire for an <laughs> autograph. <laughs> and oh, I did not get the job. And then she quit shortly after. So <laughs> we, nice. it was, it was a bullet dodge, but that was a pretty great, great yeah. time to meet somebody. Yeah. But yeah, Rochester Twitter is, is pretty fantastic. Um, there's a lot of good stuff going on there. Also, um, and I should have mentioned this before, Magnus. Magnus Apollo. Oh, yeah. no, Great dude, great artist. Yeah. yeah. See, this is the other part of the reason that I wanted to have you on here, Brian, is I feel like you know a lot of the people that are in this space. Like, you know all of yeah. Matt's friends from Twitter. <laughs> it's, it's, so, it's so weird because, like, like I've met, I've met Chelsea a handful of times. I've met, you know, Richard Cologne for the first time, like Red Red Wings opening day. Nice. Um, I was walking through like the concourse and he like walked up and, and introduced himself. But all of these other people, they're like like virtual friends. You know, like they you know, we have, you know, the the interactions online and everything like that, but it's it's you never run into these people in real life, which is weird because I mean, you run into everybody in Rochester. Well, it's the same. Like we're we're a big city, but we're a small town at the same time. So it's you do you run into to people that you wouldn't expect. But yeah, Rochester Twitter's great. Rochester's yeah. great. Um, very happy to live here, and very happy that I live where Genesee Beer is. Exactly. It makes me sad every time I leave town. I have to go to New Hampshire for a week next week. I'm kind of happy about that, but there's no Jenny. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Barely any Narragansett. Oh. Yeah, what a shame. You're only going to be able to get, like, fucking Alchemist and shit if you take a detour. Fucking. Alchemist is far. Alchemist is far. Uh, no, I'm sorry. What, I do have to drive to Treehouse tree so. or something? Yeah, I was going to try to get to Treehouse or maybe, but probably Bissell's. <laughs> I'm only going to go to, like, you know, top 10 rated breweries in the country, but I can't get Jenny. Fuck off. Yeah. No, you miss you miss Jenny. Do you know, I toyed with taking a 12-pack of cream ale to Bissell for them, because I know they'd be very happy. They'd probably trade me a four-pack for it. Yeah, probably. Why aren't you doing that? It is It is one of their favorite beers. Well? I I went to uh, Cooperstown last summer, and we went to Omegang, and Omegang was delightful. I don't know. if Have you guys ever been there? Uh, I've been there, yeah. Not yet. Yeah, I mean, you know, Omegang, like the like the building, the property, like it's it's really gorgeous. Yeah, and the the whole time, like I'm looking at their beer menu, I'm just thinking, God, kill for a cream ale. <laughs> cool. The Kenneth can relate based on last episode. Yeah, as long as you stay away from the hennepin, like, yeah. oh god, yeah, I'm still tasting that. Man, I love Belgians like that. Puts hair on your chest. Yeah. No, Omegate was great. Yeah. There's a lot of great beers. I just, you know, I'm a local yeah. boy. I just, I like what I like. Simple man with simple tastes. Simple man with simple tastes. But and that's, yep. Follow my Twitter, buy my book. If you see me, say hi. I'm very approachable. I kind of want to drop that clip from the critic in. Just buy my book. Buy my Seriously, book. Seriously, do it. Yeah. Um, it'd be awesome. 
I'm excited. I'm, uh, maybe, maybe I'll pick I'm it up in, so uh, I can read on vacation. It's like I have not written anything like fiction-wise um, in a long time. I'm currently back in grad school getting my teaching certification. Yeah. And uh, it's funny. Like I, I actually I got a message on Twitter the other day from someone who who found my my book on Amazon and they liked it and they reached out and they're like, "When are you going to to write something new?" And I said, "Well, I just." wrote a paper on uh, guided reading lessons for emergent young readers ages, you know, five to seven. If you want me to send you a copy, you know, I'm, I'm happy to email you a PDF of that. <laughs> and they blocked you on Twitter. <laughs> no, yeah, they never, never responded um, with their email address. So if you're out there um, and you want any of my academic papers, by all means, that's what I'm writing now. <laughs> Speaking of that, I have one of those. So maybe if you do want to send that my way. Um. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, we, we should probably release you back into the wild here. I know you got to work early tomorrow. Um, it's true. It's true. Um, Short timer, like, though. It's only another week, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah. We're done. Last day for kids is a week from today. And then I've got a couple of days of just staff in the building. And then summer. Nice. Summer That's of lemon strawberry. Hell yeah. No better way to spend it. Thank you guys so much for having me on. This was a blast. Thanks for coming. Um, I'm, I will be honored to come back anytime. We'd love um, to have Or you. just hang out in a non-podcast sphere. Uh, That's also of, a thing. We, all of our conversations have to be recorded. I mean, we it, could put a, a phone on a table somewhere. <laughs> and, yeah. you know, if you need a paper trail or evidence or whatever, we could do that. It's it, it's kind of become the sad truth and that's a shoot. Like we see each other at work every day and we talk kind of a little bit for about five minutes and it's always kind of like half sentences. And then we get yeah. on here and it's like you open a faucet. Well, we right. have so to save it to, for the show. Like I can't say yeah. anything, you know, halfway funny to you in real life. It's like, well, it's also, it's also the fact that we sit outside the boss's office and he's always watching. Yeah. But yeah. Well, and uh, yeah, you mentioned shoot, and that just reminded me we didn't talk at all about wrestling, but uh, maybe we just There's need to tell uh, Josh and James to have uh, Brian on at some point. Love yeah, to. you want love you want to talk wrestling on a wrestling podcast? I'd love to talk wrestling on a wrestling podcast. That's another awesome. another field that I have a very narrow scope of experience in, but I would love to talk about. Be great. Yeah, no, I think that would be awesome. Um, yeah. yeah. So yeah, at, uh, we're we're pulling the train into the station here. Um, so it's it's time to to once again plug Brian's socials. That's uh, at Brian underscore Ferris on Twitter. Ferris is P H A R E S. I actually did that correctly, and I'm I'm impressed with myself because I'm three in. Did it? <laughs> and one of those was a pint. Yep. Um, we are at Beer Reviewed JNL on Twitter, at Beer Reviewed Journal on Instagram. He's at Dreaded Matt on those. I'm at McKenneth Blue on those. Um, I mean, I'm no Brian Ferris, but I feel like I do okay. Yeah, yeah you do great, man. I feel like I do better than like 50 followers. <laughs> it's just like. The, uh, <laughs> it's funny when you, um, I, I feel like sometimes like you mean to reply to me, but then like Beer Reviewed Journal replies to me or something like that. <laughs> yeah. No, yeah. I, I have yeah. like four Twitter accounts. So sometimes I yeah. do fuck up. No, no, it's, it's, I love it. <laughs> McKenneth is also the social media manager for Lunchador podcast and beer review journal. So just so long as I don't know like, where they're coming from. Thirst tweet at some like, you know, only fans account or something like that. Yeah. Please, please don't Ted Cruz it and just re- retweet a, a Brazzers site on nine 11. I'd appreciate it. <laughs> there you go. 
Yeah. Although, I mean, if if you want to get some clicks, no, that that's a one way to do it. Yeah. Yeah. It would destroy my marriage, but you know, whatever. Whatever. Well, no, because because you did it from another Twitter account. It's fine. Yeah. 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 It's good. Um, Blame it on the other social media manager. (laughs) We farmed it out that day. I found somebody on Fiverr. Right. Yeah. It was a it was a mistake by an intern, and that intern has been let go. Yeah. Exactly. They didn't receive college credit. (laughs) <laughs> uh, and then the last thing we always like to do is thank Erling for the use of their song I Feel Good as the intro and outro of our show um, and uh, from all of us here at the Beer Review Journal try everything but mostly Jenny products yeah okay I'm an important British actor this has been a presentation of the Lunchador Podcast Network we hope you have enjoyed Cheerio!